It's 8.36. We have a couple of guests joining us uh, for the next uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, leading up to National Security This Week with John Olson. We have one of them sitting in now, and that will be the uh, new sponsor of uh, National Security This Week with John Olson, uh, brought to you by the Cyber Security Summit. We have Eileen Manning with us, who is part of the uh, event, uh, the, I guess the founder and CEO of the uh, event uh, company that is bringing that. Eileen, thank you so much for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, I was—I should have checked before I, we went on the air. It's one of the things I wanted to do. What is your official title? Well, I've got—I wear, I wear a couple different hats in regards <laughs> to the Cybersecurity Summit. I am the founding partner and executive producer of the summit. So I started the summit twelve years ago, and then my other hat—one of the reasons I was tapped to develop, help develop the summit—was um, because I own a twenty-five-year-old event management company that has put on global summits. Um, around the world for the last 25 years, and that's the event group. Wow, 25 years around the world. Uh, have you, I, I'm presuming you traveled to all these, and you're a, a well-traveled person then. I, I really am. Um, I understand John is going to be having somebody on the radio show today from Myanmar, and that's one of my favorite places that I've been to. So I've traveled to, um, I set my, my goals very young in life. as I started traveling bought a suitcase when I was like seven years old. It had travel stickers all over it. And and so I think I'm now at 70 countries. Wow. All right. Let's 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 talk about uh, security. Have uh, the, the event company you have, did it focus on security issues? Uh, was it more, you know, at the beginning, 25 years ago, was it more focused on a, a wider range of things? So we, uh, one of the things that's always engaged me and intrigued me is working with, with, best and the brightest and and understanding looking ahead and seeing what's what the future has what's coming at us and so i've always tried to stay you know we created a robotics conference 12 years ago as well when robotics were just starting to come out we've uh we've worked with a lot of noble uh laureates in regards to you know different technologies that have come out and things like that so we've always tried to stay on the really leading edge of what's coming at us um because that just sparked my interest and kept me interested. So uh, I was really fortunate 12 years ago when uh, both uh, the government and and people identified that Minnesota was really going to be a target for cybersecurity breaches when when they really ramped up. So um, the Technological Leadership Institute over at the University of Minnesota reached out to my company because they had participated in a lot of different conferences and summits that we had produced and challenged me with helping them create a thought leaders forum and this was called the cybersecurity summit and the reason that they wanted to to do it here in minnesota this cybersecurity summit was created for minnesota but it was never meant as a Minnesota-only event. Today, it draws people from around the country, and actually 22 countries typically attend the summit. You, you'd mentioned that uh, Minnesota is kind of a target for cybersecurity. What do we have? Uh, you think of some of the companies and the major corporations that we are home to. Uh, we have uh, you know, a branch of the Treasury here, some other things. Is there anything in particular, any certain target that uh, piqued uh, the interest of 
cyber hackers. <laughs> we need cybersecurity. Well, one of the reasons that Minnesota is so critical to our country is because we actually have all 16 critical infrastructures based here. So when the country, when you know, the country looks, the government looks at um, uh, what's important to defend, they they identify 16 different areas of critical infrastructure. And we have corporate headquarters for all 16 here, right here in Minnesota, which is a very unique thing for a state to have. So between that and the fact that we have more Fortune 500 corporations per capita here than anywhere else in the country, they knew that Minnesota would definitely be a target for cyber breaches. And you were the person that was there and had the knowledge and the insight and were able to put this all together 12 years ago. Oh, I, um, I had the, the Technological Leadership Institute of the University of Minnesota, um, and Dr. Masood Amin, Paul Khanna, and some others, um, and, a, and a small think tank group, um, brought me in and they connected me with all sorts of security leaders around the world and uh I'm not the I'm not the the brilliance behind this summit I'm 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 really good at collaborating and bringing people together and that's my expertise but the way I put the summit together every year is I have a think tank of 50 business leaders they're they're leaders from military government industry and academics that all come together once a month and they they provide input on what needs to be talked about at this summit. What are the challenges they're seeing at the coming at them? So this summit is really, really unique in the fact that it is created by cyber leaders for cyber leaders. And one of the things that we were challenged on when we started this summit twelve years ago is we knew that you know, back in the 60s, if the United States wanted to defend its infrastructure, we would just, you know, aim a, aim a missile at mm-hmm. somebody. Um, but how does the military help defend our infrastructure today if most of that infrastructure is owned by private industry? So we knew from the very beginning we had to build a public-private partnership and collaboration and so from the very beginning we um when we first started the summit it was a half day event uh but we had people from washington dc came in to support it and and from from all over came in to support this and participate so we had created that public private uh conversation and collaboration and sharing of information and that has just continued to grow and foster to the point where like i said we have people attend from 22 countries now. Yeah, that's, uh, you've really answered several of my questions with that. And that's the evolution of that. I imagine you know, 2022's conference is going to look a whole lot different, uh, different than it did back in uh, 2010, 2011, in the early days of that. Boy, you've, you and everybody that's involved with cybersecurity, there are challenges out there that are coming up every single day, and uh, for for the cybersecurity summit to keep on top of all those, for the people involved, that's a that's a big task. Yeah, and like I said, it's because of the think tank members, the CISOs from many major corporations, and and other cybersecurity leaders that um, are involved in the think tank and the program committees. Um, they're the ones that are pro- constantly giving us input as to what they want to see. Uh, there's 
uh, Jen Shaspleski over at Target has always challenged us and said, hey, I want I want us to build a summit that is something I'm interested to come and listen to. So that's what we've tried to do every year. And that brings us to, uh, I guess, this year and, and who, who attends. Uh, I guess anyone, uh, certainly corporations involved with uh, security would, would be uh, uh, prime candidates. Uh, but uh, do the general public, do people go just out of curiosity or is there a certain, um, I guess, a level, do you have to be involved within the security industry to uh, take part in this? You know, as this issue has become more and more complex, we've really tried to create something for a lot of different people. The The summit is broken into Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, October 24th, uh, 5th, and 6th. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monday is a day that... Uh, is a great day for people that are considering a career in cybersecurity to come to. There's a lot of free sessions about, you know, if you're considering a career and there's a, a whole track for women in cybersecurity because we've worked really hard to increase uh, the the female the opportunities for females and 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 all others in in the field of cybersecurity. So there's a women in cybersecurity track that day. There's a healthcare and medical device track because we've got so many healthcare and medical device companies located here in Minnesota. We take advantage of those incredible um, experts from Mayo Clinic to Boston Scientific to Medtronic to Optum Healthcare. They all come together and they share their expertise to, to help others. So if you're a medical device manufacturer, if you're in healthcare, there's a full day for you on that. Um, there's an industrial controls day. There is also a public sector day. So, you know, if you are working in a small town or community, how do you talk to your how do you budget for cybersecurity? How how do you talk to your constituents about the need to budget for cybersecurity? It's easy for people to understand that we have to budget X number of dollars to plow the streets for snow removal. We're in Minnesota. But it's not as easy to understand what the risk is with defending, you know, putting the controls in place and what other state resources there are and what government resources there are. So the public sector day is going to be really great. CISA just announced a new grant program to help small towns and and, and government entities to, um, to help with their cybersecurity programs. So that's going to be d- part of the discussion um, for the public sector t- section. So Monday is a day of a lot of things for a lot of people. Tuesday and Wednesday, for the most part, are more for, I would say, more of the corporate folks that uh, are interested in cybersecurity uh, and government people. Um, but on Tuesday afternoon, we have created a small business session. And it's f- that small business session is free to attend virtually, and it's only $29 to attend for the half-day session in the afternoon on Tuesday. Um, because we understand that uh, our major corporations are only as secure as our small businesses that support them. And small businesses, when, you know, myself as an entrepreneur, there have been times when I've been faced with, okay, my building furnace just went out. It's winter in Minnesota. At the same time, I have a computer system that um, is, seems to be working okay, but it might be outdated. When what I don't realize is, oh, how do I make the decision between replacing the, the furnace, 
that's keeping us warm every day and replacing the computer system when the computer system seems like it's, you know, it's, it's, it starts every day, it's running, it's operating. But what I don't realize is that the, uh, it's, the software is so old now that it's not patchable. And, and so basically I'm leaving that door wide open to my business because those security patches aren't being made. So we tried to put together a whole afternoon for small businesses on, on, things that they can walk away with in the next few days that are easy and cheap and quickly quick to implement mm-hmm. uh, just a lot of cybersecurity um is just awareness building awareness what not to click on and and educating your your mm-hmm. staff all right and to give you folks a, a scale of uh, the the cybersecurity summit you have 135 or more speakers yes wow that that's covering just about everything i couldn't imagine there being a stone unturned (laughs) that that uh, but one of the we're also this year we have a uh something else additional and that is um for for a number of years now we've been uh producing in the evening a visionary leadership awards dinner event where we honor uh this year we're honoring 10 security leaders um but in addition to that, uh, we connected with um, uh, rock and roll legend uh, Dominic Allen, who's part of the Foreigner Foreigner Rock Band, mm-hmm. and uh, so he has agreed to come and produce this evening for us, where we're going to recognize our cybersecurity leaders, and it's going to be a, a really fun evening where we're going to rock rock out to uh, <laughs> as we celebrate and and thank, and it's not just the ten honorees that we're going to be thanking; it's it's everyone that's working every day in the cybersecurity profession. These people are getting burnt out. There, you know, it's a twenty four seven that 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 the hackers are coming at us. So. We're going to honor all of our cybersecurity leaders. So if you work in cybersecurity at all, um, certainly the Visionary Leadership Awards Dinner on Tuesday evening is going to be a really fun event you won't want to miss. Uh, lastly, once again, you're going to be on. You're going to appear on John's show in just a few minutes. We'll go more into that. Uh, but for our listeners out there who would like to have more information or find out about registration or anything else, your website uh, would be the best place to start. Yes, thank you for asking that. www.cybersecuritysummit.org. O-R-G. www.cybersecuritysummit.org. All right. Once again, Eileen Manning is our guest right now. She'll return in just a few minutes uh, to be a little bit later on, I should say, to uh, be on John's show. We'll find out a little bit more about that. Thank you so much for coming down today. It's much, much appreciated. It's an exciting event. Uh, KYMN and uh, National Security This Week. John Olson will be broadcasting live uh, three Three weeks from today, yeah, be three weeks from today uh, from the Cyber Summit. So you'll feel, uh, find out a lot more about it uh, at that time as well. We're excited to bring it to you. Eileen, thank you so much for joining us.